When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 90 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from The K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. And don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Google. So let's sit back, relax, and look. Get it started. Yes, so our very first segment, per usual, is Hot Topics, where we'll give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So, Shanice, spill the tea. Black, pink in your area. Ooh. Yes, people, blinks, get ready. A rep from YG Entertainment revealed that Blackpink are currently in the final stages of recording their album and will be shooting their MV by the end of this month and should be making a comeback in August. A lot of blinks seem a bit wary. Don't believe it's coming. They said they'll believe it when they see it. A lot were joking, asking, do Blackpink even know that they're coming back? And also they asked if it's going to happen in August this year. So a lot of blinks are still, they're not, they're not getting excited about it. They'll wait till teasers drop and then they'll get excited. On top of that, apparently at the end of this year, they will set out on a world tour, which YG has said will be the largest scale world tour in K-pop girl history. So maybe when they say world, they mean world, but we'll just have to wait and see. So Blink, start saving your monies to get your tickets and maybe they will drop by a city near you. Uh, <laughs> wasn't it last, I think last time we updated on this, it was actually meant to be June wasn't it or something probably, like that probably yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know at this point <laughs> fingers crossed but we'll see we'll, we'll know by next month moving on Jesse has parted ways with P Nation the agency stated we inform you that our exclusive contract with Jesse recently expired we will continue to cheer on Jesse's future path as an artist and we will continuously support her diverse activities we thank the many fans who support and cherish Jesse, and we ask that you continue to send warm encouragement and support. Thank you. Jesse also commented, saying, I understand people can make assumptions right now based on my current situation, but the truth shall reveal itself in a matter of time. Respectfully, please give me some time to collect my thoughts and breathe a bit. I haven't rested since 2005. But one thing for sure is that this girl is not retiring. I'm only getting started Thank you, Jebbies, which is a fandom, for your unconditional love and support. And lastly, love you, P Nation, for life. So no bad blood there. Probably wanting a break. Obviously, this is a surprise for everyone because Jesse was officially the first artist to sign with P Nation. Yeah. And then especially with the whole news with the show's a few things, so many just assumed that she's going to focus on music. But maybe she just needs a break for now. Maybe she has other plans bubbling. Some people were saying maybe she wants to start her own agency, her own thing. 
but only time will tell. And like she said, and, she's been hustling for ages, so I think it's yeah. understandable. Yeah, let her live off her fruits of her labor. Jesse's come up has been it's it's been a long one. I know, like everyone's come up is when everyone says oh overnight success, everyone's is not overnight success. But with Jesse, like she's she's debuted for in from a different a lot of different companies, like from being in a group to singing to then I'm pretty rap star to. Da, da, she was da, in da, a da. group. Yeah, she was in a group, girl. I she didn't know that. So she. I don't know if she debuted as a soloist first when she was like young, young, young. And then someone suggested she goes, go, went into Unpretty Rap Star because I don't think she did rap before then, but she wasn't known for rapping. So obviously her popularity with Unpretty Rap Star that happened. And then she was in a group. I can't remember what the group is called, but it was like her and two other guys. Like one was a singer, one was a rapper. I can't remember oh. what it's called now. And then she branched off did her own thing but her company was a bit weird at the time and then after her contract expired with that company she then signed with she signed with Sai so I didn't know that well the more you know but yeah Jesse she, history yeah. people Jesse history <laughs> uh, so there's that and last but not least got seven's JB is boot up people diddy dad boot up so on the 7th of July, Wikitree reported that JB has been in a relationship with a special effects artist and YouTuber called Pure D, or her name is Kim Do Hyun, for nine months. In response to the report, representatives of the artist commented they are cautious as they both have jobs where their faces are known to the public. They have been maintaining a good relationship for nine months. Please continue to support them most fans jb fans are quite supportive they're like yeah that's my boo get get your girl get your girl. everyone's fangirling because she she's a baddie i have seen the odd weird post that's just trickled on my timeline where people doing weird things and crying oh. but child grow up what grow <laughs> up even if jb wasn't with this young lady he will not be with you <laughs> So go outside and, and touch, touch some grass. grass. <laughs> like, <laughs> if they're happy, well, this might sound bad, but at the end of the day, it's none of our business. It's really none of our business. <laughs> I kind of so, want to, yeah. I've never heard of her before, but I kind of want to check out her YouTube. Do you know if like she teaches effects? Oh, stuff? I don't, I, I, I haven't, I haven't gone down that rabbit hole. I haven't okay. gone to pre, I've just seen pictures, but I actually haven't like gone to see her YouTube or to see exactly what she does or whatever. So I, I don't know, but get it, <laughs> get it. You know, I feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like there's a part of JP that's annoyed that, that this is out. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because I would be. Like, nine months is a long time, but it's still fresh. And plus, I feel like JP is a very private person. I feel like JP is the kind of person, yeah, if, if he had crazy fans and they pushed him to the edge too much, I could see him easily pulling a Dean. I could easily see just it. Just disappear. Yep. Yeah, I can no, that easily makes sense. see it. Yeah. I can easily see it. You know, what? Like, I don't know if I'm just having one of those days. But mm. when you said effects, I thought you meant like editing effects. I didn't process like visual effects. She does like makeup, prosthetic yeah. type of. Okay. That, that's still cool. <laughs> Love that for her. A little bit scary. <laughs> but vibes. <laughs> cool. We wish them luck. Ew. But yeah, that is 
hot topics, hot, hot topics. And it's hot today. Oh my word. Oh my British peeps. It's so hot. You know that we are suffering this week. We are suffering. But anyway, if you guys have any stories you want me to comment on or you want to comment on a story, make sure you hit us up on how you at you. Also, I I actually did speak or drop these stories earlier in the week when they actually happened on my Twitter. Per. So um make sure you check out my Twitter at kpopbox underscore. Don't get it twisted because don't think it's a news Twitter account. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. It's just like just get used to this. Yeah, well, sometimes you just go vibes people and that's fine and that's cool. But anyway, moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, hot tea, drama, anything in between. You can send that to howutea at gmail.com. That's howutea at gmail.com. Or you can submit it at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash howyouatchew. So Shay, take it away. So our very first unpopular opinion is... This person said, this may sound stupid, but as a Korean, I feel like racism can go all ways. There are certain groups that are racist towards my culture, but Koreans can also be racist back to those cultures. Are they talking about groups of people? I think so. Music groups? I I mean, not to sound insensitive, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you... I don't think this is an unpopular opinion i think that's facts there's ignorance around the world i don't know this might be reading too far between the lines but i don't know if they're alluding to that the fact that some people say that white people can't be like people can't be racist towards white people but Mm. i maybe that's what they're trying to allude to that there are times when other cultures I think this is what I think it's alluding to and maybe I'm reading too much into it as well I think this person wanted to say and sorry if I'm dragging you right now but I think this person wanted to say this is what the unpopular opinion wanted to be you ready Mm -hmm. I know groups in Korea do cultural appropriation against (laughs) black people but black people are ignorant to my culture as well I'm screaming now if that's what you meant Two wrongs don't make a right. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -mm. And just because, for example, if something happens, whether a group does something insensitive towards the South Asian community, black community, whatever, right? And a group of people are saying, I don't like that. That's that's Mm -hmm. disrespectful. I don't want your response to be, well, black people or whatever said X, Y, Z about my people mm-hmm. let's focus on one thing and i'm not trying to disregard whatever was said about korean culture because i said two wrongs don't make a right but all this tick for tack it does nothing you're just being defensive at this point but that's if i'm reading too much into this because that's mm. not what you said that's what i said but that's yeah. what i think you meant because i don't know how you expected us to respond to this i'm being rude M- maybe no maybe we but, just um, needed like more detail because like one this is all anonymous so we're not gonna we're not gonna make you out we don't even know who you are but um if you could just give us a little bit more depth the reason why i came to the conclusion that i did because sometimes there are caucasians that can be quite racist to certain groups 
And I don't, I don't agree with the notion that people, when, when people say that they can, people can be racist to them back, but those groups that they are sometimes racist to have their own stereotypes or like not positive comments. They might be justified to some extent, but they have their own like words. I remember what, yeah. And I don't remember what language it is, but in some language somewhere, I remember hearing this, like the way they refer to white people and all the time is like ghosts. Maybe I'm not getting the whole explanation. I need to figure out where I got this information from. And that isn't a, a, a terrible, terrible thing. But sometimes other cultures have their own prejudice. Just, just, just the English, please. <laughs> back. But I don't know if that would count as like racism as such. It just be prejudice. It was yeah. racism. I feel this is a whole can of worms. I am not prepared to open today. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. But it's too hot for this. It's not an opinion. Like it it's mm. not unpopular. It's it's what happens. And as I said, two wrongs don't make a right. But what point are you actually trying to make? Come back to what what do you mean by that? Like just explain. So if you sent if you sent this, um I'm not trying to drag you. I'm just saying you need to make your point a bit clearer because I don't know what, what response you want or what what you're actually what you're actually trying to say not even just a response like i don't get what you're trying to say because mm. it's like saying the sky is blue but so is the sea <laughs> uh, okay like do you know what i mean like what what do i what do i like, say to that all right yeah so so do come back to us if you do care to expand on that so that we can answer accordingly otherwise we're just we're just reaching and we don't know what you were trying to say. All right, so moving on to our next unpopular opinion. This person said, I don't like that groups like Classy are releasing new albums every month and a half. There isn't a, there isn't hype for the album if you guys give us one every month. For example, Red Velvet. They give us new albums every eight, seven to eight months. Not too short, not too long. Then there is a super hype around it. Mm, like, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree. Okay. Because I feel like this is not fair. Because Classy, I did research. Classy, they only debuted in May. Really? Yeah, they've only debuted in May. And then they had their Japanese debut in June. So they're oh, still so that's like, justified, kind like, of. Yeah, I looked at their discography. They literally have two mini albums and one Japanese single, right? Hmm. I don't think that's a lot. But I do think when you've just debuted... And I think especially now because competition is fierce, okay? Mm. I feel like, and I think even BTS did this. You're going to pump out a lot of a lot of stuff at the beginning. Because you're trying to, first you're trying to establish your sound. And you're trying to establish what kind of people are going to roll with you. Mm. If I've just debuted and I'm not from like one of the bigger companies, at least... Sometimes you don't have the luxury of just promoting that one or two songs. Sometimes mm-hmm. I need to promote every song on that mini album, baby. And yeah. I, 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 know I could be wrong because maybe I'm out of the loop. And Shay, you can correct me if you're more in the loop. But I also feel like now, I don't really see that many variety shows happening. In a sense of, that's outside of the group where it's not the group doing their own like YouTube vlogs or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't see like a SBS or a whatever other channel variety show that's like okay um they might be just promoting this one song but i'm getting to know the maknae lily on this on this show or i know that woo young is 
is the visual like she's stunning like do you know what I mean like mm. I, especially now like I don't feel like there's a lot of opportunities outside of pushing music that's like a separate entity from themselves that's not like a social media channel that's run by them yeah. so unless you're going to look for that or unless for example your tiktok for you page is curated that way where they may pop up yeah i'm not gonna see them and i think like when you because i'm not that familiar with them but when you put into perspective that they've only debuted recently and this might be a stretch but obviously photo cards are a huge part of like k-pop culture like the fans from the get-go would want those sort of things quite quickly so because they've only done like two main things and you said they done one Japanese single right mm-hmm. yeah I don't think that's I don't that's, think that's that's too many and I don't think they've had a long enough time for that to be considered like a pattern or mm. like too much of a thing as of yet I think when you're a more established group like the example of Red Velvet if they were doing what Classy is doing even though it doesn't feel like a doing because they've just started mm. but I would understand that Um, It's like, oh, they need to rest. (laughs) Exactly. And we've spoken about this. I don't know if it was our last episode or the one prior where bigger groups and established artists can afford certain liberties in terms Mm -hmm. of like taking half the year off or like disappearing for a period of time. But when you're in that critical stage of one, establishing your fandom, establishing your sound and your color. And let's be honest, like K-pop is fairly saturated at the moment. So I don't Mm -hmm. think they've done anything yeah. unusual and it's not like they can take that break and of course like usually when um a group are taking a break they're not really taking the break they're all doing separate things mm. but i don't think that at that point where it's just like they can do that because i'm if, i don't know I, I could be wrong maybe they're popular then i'm i'm leading on but mm. i don't they've just debuted so and they seem i've just opened like their k profiles they seem to be, like, they seem to have Japanese-specific duplicates of their social media pages. So maybe they need to put in double the work if they are really yeah. tapping into another audience as well, aside from, like, the domestic Korean one or an international one. Mm. So, yeah, I don't think they've done anything strange. Yeah, it's too, it's too early to see if it's a pattern. Yeah. yeah, thank you for the unpopular opinion. And then moving on to our last unpopular opinion for today, this person said, hot take, but it really does bug me when K-pop idols are invited to speak on world issues such as climate change and pollution or even cyber culture and bullying. But in the same breath, they will be encouraging millions of fans to go and buy their physical albums and refusing to tame their toxic fandoms. And is a song really that good if people only know the chorus and know other parts of the song? I agree. Mm. But they won't. Not because the members themselves may not want to say anything, but these toxic behaviours benefit the businesses and cash rules everything around me. The thing is, yeah, I feel like companies, or if the group is bigger than the company, they should say something. Yeah. Like, wait, and wait, just for clarity, are you talking about the climate change point or the I'm fandom? talking about the toxic fa- fandoms. Okay. Let's start where there's actual issues in your actual community. Your community is your fandom. Mm. Let's start there before we try to start tackling the world, okay? And I feel like there's there's no problem with idols or artists speaking about world issues. But 
and I've said this before, but I feel like it needs to come from a genuine place. Otherwise, it just comes across very performative, especially if artists do have control of their own socials or they have control of certain projects projects that they can do and it contradicts what they're now speaking on. It doesn't make any sense. I understand it can be like a double-edged thing. Like, yes, do they have a platform where people see it and maybe take heed of the message? Sure. I think it can be approached two ways. Maybe you haven't done it up until now in terms of like cared about climate change or pollution, but from this talk, you're going to spread the word about it and then you're going to take active change yes. accordingly. I think that's completely yes. fine. I'm not going to be that person like, you haven't been doing it for 10 years, so how dare you speak on it? Yeah, No, course, yeah. if you're going to speak on it and say, this is a real thing, this is affecting all of us, and from here on out, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, that's completely fine. But I think if you just turn up be this puppeteer for and i'm not this sounds like really fueled i i i'm not talking about anyone in particular but if you just turn up and are this like puppeteer for a positive message that's it but then you're still not producing your products or merch in um environmentally friendly ways or trying to shift that culture it just doesn't sit right with me and i think ethically as a group, as an artist, and as a company, it shouldn't sit right with you guys either. Mm. Um, and then, and if you don't want to do nothing about it, like, and I'm not in mm. of this, then just don't talk about it. Like, mm. don't. It's 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 like talking and not giving any action. It's like when businesses were posting black squares, and then after that, what did they do? They didn't do anything. So yeah. it's just like just sit it out. It's okay. One person, one group. One company can't save the world. And mm. you're not going to know everything about everything. But as you said, Shay, if there's no action behind your words, then I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, no. Um, yes, I can, I can totally understand how that... It, you, like, even by doing this, whether you're talking on behalf of a community or of a global issue, one, it's terrible ethically for you to do that. But you could also be heavily offending a community of people that like are really devoted to the message mm. or the mission. So it, it just won't sit right. But I, th I think the main point of this is you have time to talk about pollution. But you mm. don't make the time to talk about the pollution in your fandom. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh you know the God. saying, charity starts at home. Yeah. Yes. Start at home. Let's clear the air of pollution from from the, let's let's dilute the pollution in the fandom. Let's yeah. start there before we start trying to tackle the world. See, the fandom is the fandom issue is such a layered one because there are things that within the artist and the company's power you could change today, and there are some things that are just universal fandom culture that it would take tons of people coming together to have to fix that and not saying it's impossible but like you said you start at home you start of your own fandom you start to install certain boundaries and promote certain things and actually take action against i'm not mm. i'm not trying to say you're going to find every single bully or cyber bully or toxic person in your fandom but when people know that certain things aren't accepted in certain spaces they will eventually stop yeah, like, because if the thing is, and I'm not saying like they need to go to like individual people, mm. but it's the same thing. Like companies are so quick to put out, and I'm sorry, I feel like 
I've said this before, and I may get dragged here, but I feel like Korean, like the Korean business sector, I'd, words, I feel like they love throwing around this malicious term too much. But when there's actually maliciousness going on, they're stum. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, if you see a pattern happening within your fandom, if you see, for example, a fandom being racist towards people of colour in that fandom, then I don't see what the harm is for the company to put out a statement saying we don't stand by this. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? But no, that, of course. That, that's not even happening. Yeah, no, that, that's that's definitely not right. And another thing that's quite toxic in fandoms, and you may be able to shed some light on this too, there's also, I don't, class might be an extreme thing to say, but there's definitely a wealth gap and a wealth divide when it comes to fandoms. Whereas say your fave has just had a comeback and like their new album's out, sometimes I've seen and like been aware and witnessed situations where other people in a fandom might say, if you don't buy X amount of this, you're not a true fan. And like they get heckled or bullied, but not everyone can afford the stuff or mm. want to indulge in that way. So there are so many things and it's not saying all of this is the artist's responsibility yeah, and the company's yeah, yeah. responsibility. Like we're all competent, functional human beings, but there are just so many layers and levels to issues like even this might sound terrible and a very hot take i think to some extent k-pop culture created sisangs like mm -hmm. and obsessive fans like not justifying like i know some people have like tried to poison people and crazy things and turn up at the house i don't mean to that extent but when you've promoted um an artist to be your belonging and this that and it's only you and them and all of these like very strange marketing plugs mm. i'm not surprised when they turn out the way they do it's not justifying their behavior but i think that companies have to take it very seriously and start promoting change or doing something yeah like one group i'm i'm only going off of what i'm aware of one group that has some serious sesang fans is nct like i'm genuinely scared for them and mm -hmm. I, I'm sure there are things that are done. Like I know sometimes SM might release statements or do things, but I think how you wide, there needs to be like a culture shift of things that are and aren't okay. Mm. So, and I think it depends because like sometimes or half the time, the reason why they have this information is because it's someone from inside the company that's yes. selling this information to them. Mm. Yes, thank you for that unpopular opinion. Um, and actually, there's another part the person said, and is a song really that good if people only know the chorus and know other parts of the song? I guess the song's popular. Hmm. I mean, good, good is subjective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that part's popular and catchy. Or are they saying... There's people that hype up a song, but then they don't actually know the full song. They just know the chorus. Yeah, like they so. might be like, this is the best song ever. And if any other part of that song was played, they wouldn't recognize the song. Okay, well, they're just being stupid because how can you judge? Uh, how do you know the song's good if you only, <laughs> if you only know the chorus? Yeah. That might be the only good bit. The rest could be trash. Because yeah. I, I know the other way around. Like some, sometimes there's teasers that come out or I hear snippets of songs. And I'm like, oh no, that's not a bit of me. Yeah. And then exactly. one day I'm just like, oh, let me let me uh, let me watch this video. Let me see what's about. And I'm like, ah, oh, 
in context, this is alright. Still may not be a bit of me, but I hate it less. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it works so, both ways. Yeah, it works both ways. <laughs> like, oh, is a song bad because of like only this one part of the song? Yeah, the, yeah. That's, that makes sense. And yes, before we segue onto on the radar, we have a response. So last week we spoke about um, like fan calls and fan meets and stuff, and someone was saying that. A lot of these fan calls, I think the ones that are done like sort of FaceTime style, are causing a lot of pollution because a lot of the albums bought end up in the trash just for a five minute call with a stranger. True. Mm. I see I see it. I've heard some crazy things about albums, not just for these fan calls, but even albums in general where people will literally go buy the album, take out the photo card. And chuck mm. the rest of the thing in the bin, like behind some, would it be like a record store? I don't know what you'd call it. A place where you can buy albums. Mm. Some of their bins are just filled with like K-pop albums, like CDs included and everything, just mm. photo cards missing. And that's crazy to me. I think it's hard though, because I mean, technically once you've brought it, you can do what you want with the album. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, d- I don't know. Because I, I feel like even if it, they're not brought either and just say, I'm in a group and this rec- Shay's record store has 100 copies, but only my mum brought one and they need to move that stock. They may throw that whole box away or, do you know what I mean? I'm not saying it's it's still polluting. I don't know which one's better. They're both bad. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It might happen anyway, but... I think that's where I know albums bring a huge chunk of money into like a lot of companies and it's a huge part of K-pop culture. And this isn't speaking to the people that actually cherish their albums and take them home. And like you said, it's your money. Once you bought something, it's up to you. But I think a good middle ground needs to be filled because this is like, it's actually creating like a really negative footprint. It needs to be like some sort of program or something where you can. Like the albums, like serial number will be like associated to you. So if they find it like trashed badly or something. No, because no no one's going to do that. That's that's too much. (laughs) I mean, like if you really want to get rid of it, like there should be some sort of recycling thing where i don't know old red velvet albums can now hmm. be somehow reproduced into new al new nct albums hmm. do you know what i mean i mean i guess depending on the album depending on who what it looks like that most parts of it may not be recyclable so maybe that's another thing to look into like can we use recyclable paper or whatever something I yeah something do you know what I mean? Maybe if there was some sort of initiative or some sort of like album dumping bin, I don't know where. Because if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Exactly. And you can create like incentives around it. Like say it's a store, like you might get like store credits or like a discount off your next purchase or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like you know, like the H yeah. and M thing. Like when they said, oh, if you bring bring a bag of clothes, then you could get like a exactly voucher or something. Yeah, so. no, that'd be a good idea. So can some stores or companies do that, please? please Thanks. Save the turtles. <laughs> the turtles. <laughs> Super random, but I've touched a turtle. They're actually really nice. <laughs> and we should save them. <laughs> Why are you touching turtles? Um, I went on a trip to Bali and like one of the tour guide dudes, oh. 
I wasn't going to jump in the water and like he just pulled me down and he was like turtle and he pulled me under the water and like put my hand on the turtle but um yeah it was a nice experience that poor turtle <laughs> what is going on <laughs> what is going on <laughs> but um yes no that's all of our unpopular opinions for today remember if you have any unpopular opinions thoughts feelings or requests you can leave them anonymously on Shanice's website which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash hallyu at you or you can send them to us on socials because we guys we know you guys love to talk on tiktok and leave all your thoughts on there um and now it's time for on the radar so me and Shanice will let you know if there's anything on our radar anything we're listening to watching or anything we want to put you guys onto so Shanice what's on your radar um I wouldn't say this is on my radar but it's been stuck in my head mm-hmm. and now that I'm mentioning it I cannot remember <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like uh, um that itsy t- teaser pull my sneakers on ready set go i don't think i've seen that and people are complaining okay i don't know if you've seen heard this so <laughs> originally itsy put out this like the concept teaser thing yeah, yeah. so uh-huh. they put out this photo teaser right and they're like in crowns and gowns and everyone's mm-hmm. like oh yes it's given regal it's given something different something new and they're like Maybe a week or so later, or maybe a couple of days later. Who knows? Time is a concept. It's a construct. <laughs> they then, it's kind of like, whole concept changed. There's like, the, the 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 teaser map, or the teaser schedule, or whatever, or comeback schedule even, was like, different. And they're wearing sneakers, and it was like, ripped out of a notebook. And then all their teasers are weird. Like, I can't remember who it was. Someone was like, Painting with a French fry and they yes, had like I, yeah. sneakers on. And I think it was like, Leah. I and think I'm, everyone's like, "Is this a joke? Like, what what is going on?" And then even they haven't had a live or something, and someone must have commented like, "I'm disappointed" or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No, just wait till I'll come back. You'll love it." So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what it's here doing, but I find it hilarious. Well, we just have to wait and see when they come back. And another thing that was kind of on my radar, but I haven't even listened to it. I've just keep hearing snippets of that Esper song, Girls. Rhythm Girls, Rhythm Girls, Rhythm Girls. It, it, it sounds good. They look good. And a lot of people were upset that Katrina didn't start the song with Amma or I Am. So, um, yeah. Nice. Shay? I think... Um, what's on my radar? Ah, actually, I watched a little bit of the what is it called? Girl, your amnesia's rubbing off on me. Um, <laughs> what is it called? Ah, um, the Korean version of Money Heist. Oh, and it's actually mixed, re- mixed reviews. I like it so far. I I don't know who doesn't like it or tell me why if I'm missing something, but <laughs> I I like it so far. I think it's well made um i because i watched the the original money heist and i think that one's set in like spain or something and you can tell it's the same story but it feels different which is good Mm. like it just just feel like the same story in a different language Mm. um so that's been good i'm still watching um change days i think it's finishing next week or something because there's only like eight or nine episodes i think Mm. Yeah, um, and I don't know if it's the same Esper song that you're talking about, mm. but there's that Esper song that came out, something regardless, 
I think it's written by a British singer-songwriter, but Espa... Oh, I know what you're talking about. I'm not, yeah. I'm not talking like that. Oh, so that's a different one. But this one, I haven't listened to the whole song, but a few people are quite upset because I think they... Obviously, it's released everywhere, but they were mainly promoting it in Korea and the US. Mm. And people were saying that they should have also targeted the UK because it is like a very UK style yeah, pop the, song. The, I think the demo was sung by, I think it was Becky Hill, I think. She's Something, a, uh, yeah. She's a British. And it does, like, the snippets I heard, I can hear that on British radio. Yeah. But then I also kind of, I, I get it, but I also hate when... I hate the forced international debuts. Just produce something that Esper would produce. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. I think I think I get what you're saying. When like releases feel too forced, like to try and blow up in a certain country like, or demographic, you're trying to pander to just... that market, and it sometimes I'm not saying this particular song because I haven't heard it in its entirety or whatever to have a a fully formed opinion, mm-hmm. but sometimes. When groups try to pander to what they think Americans... Because when they say international market, let's be real, they just try to America. America. <laughs> if anyone else gets hit in the process, that's just a bonus. But they're not... They don't care about us. <laughs> so, but I feel like the UK market is, like, so underrated. Yeah, but no one cares about us. But what I'm trying to say is, yeah, when it's forced or, or we're pandered to, whether we know the group or not, you can tell. Because we're like, this ain't it. Like you're, mm. you're 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 trying too hard. It's like oh, I wanna I wanna try and hit the Jamaican market, and now I'm I'm singing this weird reggae song in a really bad <coughs> accent. And it's like you do pop music. Just there are pop fans in Jamaica. Like you know what I mean? Like you don't need to. My newfound hobby now that you brought this up is watching pop artists really struggle. At trying to jump on Afrobeat songs. Oh, not everything is for everyone. And this what? is starting to feel a little bit racist. I'm not gonna lie. Do you know what I hate? Mm-hmm. I hate, yeah. This is when you're outside, people. So you're outside, you're at a day party, at whatever, yeah. There's a DJ. There's a, basically, there's a DJ present. Mm-hmm. And the DJ goes, Where's all my Caribbean people at? And then they play Burner Boy Last Last. You know what? Just. <laughs> Sir, please close your laptop and unplug your your mixing decks because what are you talking about? Oh my god. It is it's amusing, sometimes it's offensive, but it's it's a lot and I don't know, maybe this has been a thing and I just wasn't in the loop. But my another hobby of mine is like <laughs> if I don't even listen to like a lot of pop music, but if by chance I come across a pop song, Ed Sheeran will just randomly appear, unprovoked. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he would just be there. And that I was I was shocked. But vibes. Get your coins, Ed. Get cool. your coins. He seems like a cool dude to be fair. He seems he seems nice. It's just funny that he, he just he just knows everyone. Doesn't yeah. matter what circle what circle or what you're listening to. I wouldn't be surprised one day. I don't know, I'm I'm listening to Drill and then there's an Ed Sheeran verse. I would I it wouldn't surprise me, but oh there's Ed. Like it wouldn't no no it wouldn't like he's everywhere so you know what i respect it and the thing is yeah this is one thing i like about ed sheeran he could be on any genre or song Mm -hmm. yeah he's still ed sheeran he's not trying to be something else and that's all i'm asking when companies are trying to do international debuts okay 
You don't need to force the thing. That's what has, I'm saying. Has he penetrated K-pop yet? Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Well, technically, yes, because he didn't he help write permission to dance. Oh, no, that's technically, technically not K-pop. Yeah, oh. he, yeah. I, do, I don't think I, I don't feel like I knew this. Well, now you know. Imagine Ed Sheeran just like emerging on like an Esper song. Oh my gosh. I, I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> I was just—he just appears and emerges. It works, but what is he—he—he he, he going to the Kwangya? Why not? Everyone else is going there. Oh gosh! <laughs> well, he does the ad like, "Oh hi, this is Sheridan. I'm on the Bubble app. Why? Why oh my gosh! Please get him to do like an Inkigayo. Um, what's it called? Like intro thingy. Please make him do the choreo. I want the whole experience. Thank you. Not the choreo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, imagine like Ed Sheeran photo cards. Shay, I've had enough. <laughs> I've actually had enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all you have time for. Leave Ed Sheeran alone. But yeah, as Shay said, that's it. We're done. That's all we have. Time. <laughs> that's all we have time for today. Uh, thank you for listening to How You At You. Yes, and remember, if you have any unpopular opinions, stories, or requests that you want us to answer on the pod, you can leave them anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash How You At You, or you can send them to us on socials. Yes, I've been Shanice from Kpopbox. You can follow me at kpopbox underscore on Twitter, on TikTok, and Instagram. And I've been Shay from the K, where you can find me on most most platforms. English, please. On most platforms at the K way. Yes. And until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye.